In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I wish to tell stories of mystery and grace, of divine wonder made manifest in days of hardness and brutality, of wise men whose knowledge was so great that they knew wisdom could never be more important than faith, than love, of a ruler who feared being dethroned and did all he could to remain in power of a child whose very being was divine love, a love so profound that kings could only kneel in worship and praise. Our three wise men knew doubt. Hundreds of miles they journeyed without knowing quite what they'd find. With the voices singing in their ears, saying that this was all folly, as T.S. Eliot imagines them thinking in his poem. But they persisted. Months of travel, with just a strange portent in the sky to guide them. When they arrived at the manger, the cave, the stable, what have you, and looked down and saw a child of poor parents, didn't they just for a moment wonder, like Peggy Lee would 2,000 years later, is that all there is? Didn't they pause at the threshold, their shoulders drooping in disappointment? I think they did. Wise as they were and kingly, the ruler they expected should have been more finely arrayed to justify all their travails. But they believed and stayed for a time, offering gifts of wealth and death, wise enough to know that life's cycle includes prosperity, fragrance, and embalming. And the longer they knelt there, the more they understood that the nature of this kingdom was love. It is the compassion of God and a message from above. Be not afraid, for I am with you. I had wished to tell stories of mystery and grace, but cold, hard reality has shoved itself into our feast day. The words of my heart from this morning have been displaced. I am stunned, as I'm sure all of you are, by today's events in our nation's capital. Despicable, treasonous, outrageous. Herod's minions attempting a coup to keep him in power, frightened and morally bankrupt, willing to sacrifice others for his own rule. Days like today might make us despair or rage, and well they should, for to shrug it off and roll our eyes once more is to endanger our own capacity for caring. You should be furious. And yet, let us be like the wise men at their lowest point, dusty and frustrated from such a long journey that is seemingly endless, angry and frightened 
and wondering whether our own belief in the possibility of democracy hasn't in fact been all folly. It has only been wasted time if we give up. These are perilous times, then as now. And the message of the epiphany is one we must carry in our hearts with faith. Be not afraid, for I am with you. Love and truth exist and will prevail, even amid the hatred, the racism, the lies, the violence and threats, the children slaughtered. We cannot let our disappointment and discouragement have the final word. Stay for a time at the manger and wonder. And remember that love is God's utmost gift. Believe it and fight for it and for justice and for mercy. There is a Bethlehem in every heart, its star to guide us to our truest, most loving self, if we but follow. We cannot continue down this path of destruction any longer. We must change course. Like the wise men warned in a dream, we must return to our own country by another road. And so, when we sing our closing hymn this day, I ask you to envision our own journey as a nation in the refrain. Star of wonder, star of night, star with royal beauty bright, westward leading, still proceeding, guide us to thy perfect light. In all my distress this afternoon, William, as often he does, grounded me and said, it's time to pray. And so we did, and things were a little better. And so, to you, as perhaps naive as it may sound, as useless as it may seem sometimes, I invite prayer. I invite you to pray in your lives more. When you hear passages from scripture, often you will hear a message for us today, like we did in our psalm this morning, or this afternoon, and like you will in the days to come. The message is always the same. Love God and love one another, and let your actions manifest from those two truths. So I'd like to close with a few prayers from the Book of Common Prayer. This is a prayer for peace. Eternal God, in whose perfect kingdom no sword is drawn but the sword of righteousness, no strength known but the strength of love, so mightily spread abroad your spirit that all peoples may be gathered under the banner of the Prince of Peace as children of one Father, to whom be dominion and glory, now and forever.
This is a prayer for our nation. Lord God Almighty, you have made all the peoples of the earth for your glory to serve you in freedom and in peace. Give to the people of our country a zeal for justice and the strength of forbearance that we may use our liberty in accordance with your gracious will. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And finally, this prayer in times of national distress. We humbly beseech thee, O Father, mercifully to look upon our infirmities and for the glory of thy name, turn from us all those evils that we most justly have deserved and grant that in all our troubles we may put our whole trust and confidence in thy mercy and evermore serve thee in holiness and pureness of living to thy honor and glory through our only mediator and advocate, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. It is important to keep praying and it is important to hear the messages in scripture that are being spoken to us in these days. And it is important to act as Christ would have us act in this world, striving and demanding for justice and for mercy and compassion and for truth. A blessed feast of the epiphany to you this day.